It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. If you're like me, you're in post-holiday hangover. <laughs> you and me both today. <laughs> right? And you're trying to get your house put back together after it looks like uh, cardboard boxes exploded <laughs> all over. It still looks like that at my house, that is for sure. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that voice you're hearing, Emily Bell McCormick. She's with The Policy Project. She's my guest today to help me talk about some of these topics. Hi, Emily. How are you? So good. Thank you for being here. How was your holiday? Good. Oh, it was fabulous Lovely. i mean just amazing good i love it there's something about the excitement and especially this holiday it's just over the top and i kind of love it I was, until after the holiday right right right. and then you're just like <laughs> i don't know what day it is exactly i'm so tired exactly. uh so i wanted to talk with you today emily about this this topic of raising kind kids as we get off the holiday season this is this is what happened to me while my um daughter was opening presents. My five-year-old daughter, I have a one-year-old boy, so the one-year-old's like, I don't even know what day it is. Right. It's fine. Just happy to be here, uh, He mom. just likes the paper. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Low expectations. Let's but, keep it that way. Yeah. The five-year-old is opening present after present after present. Oh, yeah. And every present, it was like, cool, mom, throw it down. What's next? Cool, <laughs> mom, thanks. Throw it down. What's next? And I'm just looking at her, and I'm thinking... That I've raised a terrible child. Like, she, she's so ungrateful, <laughs> right? Which I know is not true. I don't actually believe that she's ungrateful, but it's, I, I imagine this is a com- common scenario, right, for mothers out there oh, who are watching yeah. their kids open presents and just thinking, you guys are, like, you're literally getting presents and you're keep, you keep asking for what's next. Or <laughs> exactly. Then you say you're bored on Christmas Day. Like, it's easy to internalize that as a mom and be like, what's wrong? With exactly. Me. What am I doing wrong? Yeah, that I I find the exact same thing. I think you're right. Most parents today are probably having that feeling or experienced it yesterday. There's something about it's so fun to give things to your children, and especially around Christmas and the holidays, you've got so many opportunities to do it. And I don't necessarily think taking those away are you know that's not necessarily a good idea. But in the moment, there is that feeling of. Oh my gosh, did am I creating a monster here? You yeah. know, is this unraveling and becoming out of control because they are asking for the next thing? And does that mean anything or does it just mean, hey, this is a lot of fun and let's keep this party going? I really enjoy surprises, right? right? So ultimately, all of these examples to just bring it back to I think a lot of parents, a lot of moms in particular, want to raise kind children. Right. right? <laughs> and kind right. and caring and empathetic children. And that's one of our big <laughs> yeah. goals. And as we see all our kids tearing through presents on Christmas Day, we're like, they're not kind. Yeah. They're just selfish and yeah. entitled and, and exactly. unfailing, right? <laughs> exactly. So if anyone else yeah. is feeling that way today, we hear you, we see you, we get it. <laughs> yeah. But I want to lay out the case that I don't think you're doing as poorly as you think you are, right? Right. I think it's, again, it's easy to internalize that message as, what have I done here? What have I created? Um, But I've also noticed, like, for example, my five-year-old, last night we went to Grandpa's house for a late Christmas dinner, and, wait, I should, this is going to air on Sunday. Um, The other night we went to Grandpa's house for late Christmas dinner, and one of the, her little cousins was sick, had a little fever, and just wasn't feeling good, and, and we got home, and she's just like, 
mom, I want to make Chloe feel better. And I was like, yes, yes, she is kind. (laughs) Right. So just as many, you can look for just as many examples of them, you know, being materialistic or whatever, as examples of you see their kindness shining through and you can see their empathy and their, um, you know, that they're learning those things even at five. Right, right. Totally. And I think that's why this topic is so timely because we're feeling it. It's a mixed season, right? You've got any, all of these holidays are about love and giving and being kind and exactly those topics that we want to talk about and we want to have our children embody. And yet it is a time where we kind of see the selfishness and you know, frankly, even as parents, we don't escape that, right? Like, right. We are, we're running into those things too. Is it better to drop off fifty nine neighbor gifts, or right. to like spend a minute and read my daughter a book before she goes to bed? Like, we're juggling the same thing right. that they're juggling. Right. It's just a mixed season. We have added opportunity to do good, and we have added opportunity to be distracted. Right. Yeah. So then, how do we balance this, and how do we get our kids to focus on that? Yeah, we're chatting with Emily Bell McCormick. Uh, she works for the Policy Project. Uh, they're an advocacy group that. Uh, does work with the legislature uh, to try to uh, advocate for different issues up on Capitol Hill. But you're discussing these topics with me today, Emily. Okay, I want to dive into kind of what we can do as moms to kind of help ensure we raise kind kids. Yeah. And I'll I'll start this and then we'll continue this in the next segment because we're almost out of time. But um, uh, I'm basing these, uh, these what we can do lists off uh, of an article I read on The Atlantic called Stop Trying to Raise Successful Kids and Start Raising Kind Ones. And it laid out the case for why uh, children who are kind end up going on to be more successful. So they're they're not mutually exclusive ideas. You can raise kind and successful kids at the same time. Yeah. This was such an awesome article because it pointed that out. Because I think a lot of times parents even start to halt even great people, wonderful people, they put a little halt in their step when they hear just kind yeah. because they want their kids. There's a lot of fear about bully, being bullied right. and they think that kindness and and um, standing up for yourself are mutually exclusive things. Right. Great right. article because right. it, it does point out that those yeah. aren't. So the first one they talk about is when like kids get home from school. I mean, they're all on break right now, but you can start implementing this later. Uh, not asking, you know, did you get an A on the math test? You know, did you win the soccer game? But asking, did you help anyone today? Did you make anyone smile? Right? So we as parents are often putting emphasis on achievements over um, kindness and empathy. And we're, you know, kids notice what we do, not what we say. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. We all wish that it were the heart. Right? Just do what I say. Right. Do not do what I do. Listen to my words, not exactly. what I'm actually doing. But, uh-huh. um, yeah, just kind of reframing these questions a little bit to be like, get them thinking in that way. Like, what did I do today to help someone? And I'm not very good at this. Again, I have a five-year-old. But, um, yeah. again, just switching that mindset to focus on achievements Uh, you know, not as much as focusing on kindness. Yeah. And I love that because it's a concrete step that we can take and it's an easy first step to getting into this, right? Yeah. It's the first thing that we can do to kind of say, I'm going to make a change and here's how I do it. And frankly, you got to give parents a break. You know, we're all strapped during the day. We've got constraints on our time and our minds and the thoughts we you know we've all got things going on so we get it and this is a simple shift that people can make to just changing that question up and it's something that frankly i hadn't considered a ton before right. reading this article right you yeah. know like how how can i make this change and i'm thinking of these grandiose things like 
we've got to go do a service project. Right, right. I've got to organize. I've got to organize a big event. I've got to do the. I've I, like everything feels big and overwhelming. And yes. organization. And do I have time for that? And you know, amongst the other demands of a day. And when we break it down into these small steps, it feels so much more approachable. Yes, yes. Like yeah. I can ask this question yeah. when my child gets home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. Emily Bell McCormick, my guest today. Uh, we'll talk more about how to raise kind children <laughs> when we come <laughs> Working back. Working on it. Yeah, um. on The Mom Show. You've joined The Mom Show. Being a mom can be tough sometimes. We try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome on into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. Happy holidays. We're kind of in the midst of them right now. I feel like the post Christmas high is like, take a deep breath. (laughs) (laughs) Reintegration. And Uh and breathe. Yes. This Um, the rest of the week after Christmas is like, what day is it? I don't (laughs) I don't even know what's going on. Exactly. But I wanted to talk today about this topic post Christmas of um Raising kind kids. Uh, There's an article in The Atlantic that talks about um, how raising kind kids tend to grow up to be successful kids. And oftentimes in our culture, we think about success and kindness as mutually exclusive, right? They they can't coexist. And this article lays out that raising kind kids can actually... Uh, increase their chances of uh, success, whatever, yeah. whatever you define success as, yeah. I suppose. Um, joining me to talk about this, Emily Bell McCormick. She works with the Policy Project. Hi, Emily. Hi, how are you? So good. You've got good. some kind kids out there. Oh, right. <laughs> I've got a healthy mix of both. Right. right. <laughs> but that's the other thing is we got to stop judging our our parenting success on whether or not our kids, quote unquote, turn out the way we want them to. That's exactly right. Right. Yeah. We need to allow our kids, you know, our children are going to become who they're going to be. Right. right? And right. we want to do the best to model behavior and and be kind to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do those things to allow them to become good people. Yeah. So all of this is, you know, my definition of success as a parent isn't she turned out kind. It's I taught her to be kind. Right. Right. So it's not whether or not she's kind, it's whether or not I taught her. And hopefully she is kind as a result, right. but it's it's what did I do to teach her, not how did she turn out. Right, right. Right, because that puts the control back in my playbook, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, because we always talk about how I just want my kids to be happy and successful and contributing to society. And guess what? You're not in control of whether they're happy. You're not in control of whether they're successful. Totally. Wish we were. If you base all your parenting success on how they quote unquote turn out, you're going to feel like a failure. Yeah, of course. And they're going to feel like a failure. Yeah. Because think of the expectations. You know, we come at this from the perspective of a in our 30s or 40s or however old you are as a parent. And we know what we know, right? We've had all these years to gain expertise and learn what we've learned, but we have no idea who they really, I mean, we have an idea who they are inside, but they have a different combination of desires and ideas and who knows if they're not going to do it way better than we would do it ourselves if we could dictate their lives, right? Now, while I don't place my success on a parent on how... on how they turn out. I do want to do my best to try to raise a kind right. child, right? Yeah. So yeah. there are some things because that's a value that I think is important that I'm going to implement in my daily life. And um, 
we are kind of running through some of these things this Atlantic article points out about um, how to kind of put the emphasis back on kindness as opposed to achievement, because it lays out a lot of the times in our culture, uh, we're not actually showing our kids that we value kindness. Like when they come home from school, we're saying, did you get an A on the math test or did you win the soccer game as opposed to did you help someone today or, you know, and and I think there's a a little bit of place for both. But I do think what's really important is noticing when your kids are kind and making that like, oh, my gosh, you were kind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love that as opposed to, oh, my gosh, you got an A. I'm so proud of you. Exactly. And, and that doesn't mean you don't celebrate the successes as well. But do you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I, I think, uh, you know, if you are if you are looking for the the ways in which they are kind, you will see them. And then when you praise those, they know, oh, mom and dad like that when I'm kind or when I do good things, right? Exactly. And what you just said has actual like scientific resonance. You know, they say that 50% of um, success comes from social emotional skills. So we're talking like that isn't attached that isn't attached to grades. Right. That isn't attached to achievement on the soccer field or football field or dance right. floor or whatever. Right. Um, it's not attached to that. It's really learning how to deal like socially and emotionally with things. And you and I both know that because there are plenty of incredibly intelligent people who, you know, are successful in their own right. But people who are maybe not as intelligent, who are crazy successful because they have great interpersonal skills. Yes. They have great ability to um, manage their own emotions and help other people. And and that's what we're talking about. And I love that. I mean, I had read um, on an NPR in Sesame Street did this little, um, uh, they came together and did this study on kindness in kids. And they did say that this showering sh- sunshine, showering sunshine on kindness, right. that, that was a huge part of it. So pointing out, oh, you helped your little brother tie his shoe. That was awesome. Right. Thank you. That made it so much easier for him to walk. Yeah. And, and actually going through the steps of, okay, this is what you did, and that's a repercussion that act could have. Yeah. So walking it out for them, stepping it out for them, and saying, this is why that is important. So showing them praise. And then the other thing that I thought was so fascinating was this idea of practice. Yeah. You know, we expect our kid, in order for our child to be the championship quarterback, He's got to practice, right? Right, right? In order for our daughter to win the spelling bee, she's got to practice. Yeah. This doesn't actually just come naturally. Right. And and taking kindness, some of these like more soft skills, inherent like interpersonal skills, we kind of assume you've either got it or you don't got right, it. Right, right, right. But this is actually something that kids can practice. And with a practice and encouragement, just like we practice and encourage, you know, getting a good grade on a test or playing a game or, you know, any of these other things. Yeah. We can practice and encourage these soft skills like kindness. I love that idea of practicing because then if you have a child who maybe feels badly they didn't help in a certain situation, you can be like, listen, we're all just practicing our kindness. Yes. Right. It's not, why didn't you help? What's wrong with you? Exactly. Right. I love that idea. Okay, we've got to wrap up, but I want to share this last thing. This is kind of a gut check, right? Yeah. Where you're just like, kids, look at you. And if you're modeling the behavior, right. they will model back, right? right? And when that comes to kindness, you're like, oh, am I being kind? <laughs> yeah. I had an example of this the other day where my niece needed a ride. She doesn't have a car. She needed a ride from her house to the doctor. And I just like, I didn't, frankly, didn't want to do it. (laughs) Like I had all these plans. I had my morning mapped out. I had to be to work at a certain time and it was just going to throw a wrench in everything to like, to, to do this for her. And like, 
I am all for setting boundaries and you do, you know, you take care of you if you need to. Yes. But I decided that helping her was more important than than um, what I needed to do that morning. And so I kind of begrudgingly, you know, got yeah. the kids in the car, drove down to pick up the niece, took her to the doctor. And yeah. my little five-year-old, my husband called me at one point and as we're hanging up, with him, mind you, my niece is in the car. She goes, Dad, are you happy you don't have to go help her? And I was just like, Because ah! I know how happy mom is when she doesn't have to help. No. But like, that was oh, such a, awesome. like, oh man, my kids are watching me. Yes. They are watching me. And when I don't help, they see that. Right? Yes. And that's not to say, again, you have to burn yourself out helping. Nope. That is just to say that. Um, you know, if you have opportunities to help other people to teach that kindness through modeling, that is most powerful. Absolutely. I mean, and you hit it on the head. That's what these kids see. And it's so good. I mean, to be a parent, it's so much work. It's totally difficult. It's all of your energy, et cetera, et cetera. But those kids, they keep you in check. Right. You know, they are not letting you get away with anything. Right. And as you said in the beginning, you know, they're going to do what you do, not what you say. Ugh. And it is a painful thing for us. But sometimes it's, it's a beautiful reminder. It, yeah. That story was a perfect example. And I've got a million of those too, where right. it's like, I'm in this situation, I have a checklist, and my kids call me out on something. And right. I think, yeah, I got to like take a deep breath and do this because it actually is 20 times more important. Right. And I'm right. so consumed with doing whatever, loading the dishwasher, right. running this quick errand, right. getting this work project done really fast, whatever. Right. Right. Um, and not paying attention to those little things. But you're right. It's those moments of kindness and, and, and calming down and letting yourself see the opportunity to show your ch child kindness. Right. We're chatting with Emily Bell McCormick. Uh, we'll take a break. More on The Mom Show when we come back.